Well, hey friends, it has been a while. I don't think I've done a podcast since November. And what I mean when I say I haven't done a podcast is I haven't posted any. I actually have podcasts recorded and some wonderful interviews that I can't wait to share with you. But life got to be quite a whirlwind. Some very exciting things happened. And so I thought I would take a couple of minutes to explain where I have been and why there's not been any new podcast episodes, even though I was supposed to come back in January. So let me start by telling you that I like to take the holidays off and not have any responsibility if possible. And so I knew I was probably not going to be posting at the end of November or through December. Um, But then I had such a wonderful Thanksgiving and Christmas with family, and it was so restful and relaxing after this crazy, wonderful year of book launching that I kind of became a sloth and then just didn't do anything for a while. And in fact, I have felt very much like there was just a lot of fallow ground in my heart um, and that nothing was really there. I didn't really have anything to say. I was so on fire um, in the fall. I mean, I was doing my live show every day, every morning, and I loved it so much. And and the podcast, and I was writing and just really doing a lot. And then and then the holidays came. And like I said, I just, it was almost too restful. And I just really had a hard time getting back into the groove of life in the most wonderful of ways. I mean, I was very filled up spiritually and I had a lot of joy in my heart, but I just really didn't feel like I had anything to say or contribute. And again, because I felt like there was a lot of fallow ground in my heart and that the Lord is doing something new there and he's breaking up the ground to plant something new. So I don't know what that is, but it just, that's why I haven't been around. And then we randomly decided to buy a fixer upper. I mean, this was not in our plan, you guys. I figured we were just, we were living in a duplex. We did own our home, but I mean, I just figured we were going to be there forever um, or for at least a very long time. And then God put something in my husband's heart and he saw, you know, this house and, and he'd always wanted a fixer upper. And it had been sitting on the market for a while, and we'd seen the price drop and the price drop. And so we ended up getting it for a really good price. But before any of that happened, you know, we see this house and we're like, well, we could just go look at it. I mean, there's no, it's not like we're going to get it. We'll just go look at it. And we go and look at it, and it has really good bones to it. And my husband, of course, is like his job is he renovates kitchens and he creates beautiful things and um, he he renovates homes and he he puts in kitchens. And anyway, he does all these things. And so for him, he was seeing all of the things that he could do. You know, he has such a wonderful vision. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, like maybe this is something we're going to embark on. Like maybe we are going to get a fixer upper house. And so we went back and we talked to my father-in-law who happens to be a realtor and he has integrity and he's wonderful. And he told us, if you want to make an offer on that house, you're going to need to sell your house first. And so, you know, obviously you're taking a risk because we don't know if we're going to get the house that we're looking at, but we just decided, you know, we will just put one foot in front of the other. And as Emily P. Freeman says, we will do the next right thing. And so we just prayed and we just said, Lord, with each step that we 
move forward in, would you just stop us if this isn't what we're supposed to do? Just close the door. There's a million ways the door could be closed. We, we wouldn't be able to fix up our house in time. We wouldn't be able to sell it. The other house would get sold to somebody else. You know, we wouldn't be able to afford it. The right loans wouldn't come through, you know, whatever. Lots of ways for this to get shut down. And so we just, we decided to start the process, but of course it was right at Thanksgiving. And so we were leaving town, but my in-laws ended up coming over while we were out of town and painted our house for us, the inside to get us started, which was incredible because we got back and they had done so much. And so we just picked it up from there and we just went with it one foot in front of the other. Again, just praying like, Lord, you stop this process if this is not what you want for us. And so we did it. We, we fixed up our house. We got it on the market. And within a few hours of putting it on the market, we had an offer come in and we had people wanting to look at the house. Um, but the person who submitted the offer said, uh, if you take it off of the market now, I'll just go ahead and get it. No inspection, nothing. We'll just, I'll just take it as is, which was huge because that meant that my husband didn't have to fix other things because um, he really just did not have time to because he's also you know working his full-time job, which he's self-employed fixing up houses. So, um, so that was amazing. And so then it had to work on the other way. We had to present our offer, of course, and say like, this is all we can offer. This is the best we can do because we have to have money to be able to fix it up. And they accepted. So all of these moving pieces, we got the loan that we needed, like everything just worked out, which was really incredible. And so, you know, clearly this was an open path from the Lord. And so we did it. So, so we get this house and now we're like, what did we just do? Like this was not in the plan. And so, and you know, it's, it's like not livable. I mean, the smoke smell was just very, very bad. My daughter couldn't stand it. We had to rip everything out we have, you know, repaint everything. And so there's just like all these things. And now all of a sudden we're going to be living kind of in chaos for a long time. And so anyway, so we start this process and then my husband, like two days after we settled on this house, surprised me with a trip to Paris for my 40th birthday. It like is still so unbelievable to me that I actually went to Paris. Him and my dear friend, Logan Wolfram, surprised me. They'd been planning this for many, many, many months. Before we knew we were going to buy a house, before we knew that it was settlement week, before we <laughs> knew we were going to have this fixer upper, all, you know, before my husband even knew that I would be going on a youth retreat the very next weekend, they had bought plane tickets. So, like this was the most epic surprise of my entire life. So then I went to Paris for five days while my husband and my kids are in this fixer upper. And so my husband is painting everything, ripping out the floors. My kids are staying with their grandparents. The dog is at like a border, you know, like just crazy. And, um, and I am eating croissants and, or as the French say, croissants croissants and having like the time of my life, basically just eating through Paris. And it was so magical. I'm in awe. It was so magical. The streets were like what you see in a movie, just the cobblestones and people riding their bikes and the flowers and the cafe and the cheese and the wine. And oh my gosh, it was incredible. So then I get back from Paris. I'm a total wreck because you know, we really did not sleep while we were there and then jet lag and all of that stuff. And I get back and I have three days before I have to leave on a youth retreat, which if any of you are youth leaders or you just understand teenagers, you're not going to sleep for another weekend. <laughs> and so um, my husband, my, my husband's still here fixing up our house and I go on this youth retreat, which was such a blast. It was so much fun. 
Um, and so I did that. And then, you know, I came back recently and we are just in it. We are just in it with fixing up the house. I don't have a kitchen. I don't have a stove to cook. Um, we have a door set up as a makeshift counter. I don't have a sink. We will be a bathroom sinks, but anyway, the point is it's been crazy. And so I just haven't really done any writing or, um, preparing my podcasts or, you know, keeping up on Instagram or whatever, because life has just been so full and so beautiful and so wonderful. But now I'm finally back. Before I tell you what is coming up on the podcast, what you can expect, a real quick side note. If you want to follow along with our home renovation, uh, you can follow my husband on Instagram at J.H. Craftsman, because he'll be doing a lot of before and after pictures and videos and all of that fun stuff. And if you want to follow me, if you're not, I'm at Sarah May Writes, and I'm also doing some different stories and stuff like that for you guys to follow along. So just a fun thing. Those links that I just mentioned are in the show notes, so check them out if you want to follow along. So here's what I want to tell you for the podcast coming up is I am going to have a whole series on sex. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to be doing a whole series on on sex and the fact that a lot of women struggle with it and there's heartache and there's wounds and there's tangles that need to be untangled. And so I plan on approaching this topic in a very tender way, very compassionate I'll share with you some of my own stories. And then, like I said, I'm I'm interviewing people where I really am asking the hard questions. I want to understand what trauma does to our bodies. I want to understand how a woman can learn to love sex if she hates it. I want to understand what happens when a woman flinches and she doesn't understand why and she has a safe husband or all of these different things. This is this is what I want to talk about. So um, I'm looking forward to the series. I'm trepidatious about the series, but I hope that you will join me and come along for it. So if you are not already subscribed to the Complicated Heart podcast, you should probably go ahead and do that. Not should, could. You could go ahead and do that, and then you're not going to miss any of the episodes. So there it is. There's an update for you all, and I will be having the first episode in the series coming up Tuesday. So I will talk to you guys then. Thank you for listening to the Complicated Heart Podcast. If you like this podcast, if you found it helpful, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Reviews are how people know if they should listen or not, so your review matters. Thank you so much. If you want to know more, check out the Podcast.com.